0: This is the place of community connection, where we honor and celebrate each individual's unique gifts and passions,
1: share rituals for all the seasons and cycles of life,
0: and bring light to both ancient and modern practices that transform communities to the new earth paradigm, one that is more loving,
1: compassionate, and life-affirming. This is the Nourish Collective. And we're your hosts. I'm Jeanette Seeley. And I'm Kate Straycash. And we're so grateful that you're here with us to take this journey,
0: to grow, to explore, and to weave together magic and wisdom. Welcome, everyone. Welcome, welcome. It has been a lot of life in between our last conversation with you and today so much has moved through so much life so much death so much rebirth and here we are approaching the summer solstice Jeanette and I as we gather together here we both just have such reverence towards this spoke of the wheel of the year and coming together into this season upon us full of fertility, full of vitality, and just all that comes with it. And so in this conversation today, really opening up more about our own practices, our own rituals, our own relationships with the summer solstice, and opening up the space as if we were all together in conversation, which we are on some level, but to invoke a little prompt, a little inquiry within you as to how you approach this cherished time. What do you do for yourself amidst the busyness, amidst the distractions upon distractions? So thank you so much for being here with us today.
1: It's such an honor to have these conversations and to get to come together in ceremony and ritual and explore these times of transition these pauses or Sundi in Sanskrit where time sort of stands still this summer solstice seems the longest day of the year and a time of welcoming in an abundance of light and rebirth and renewal so we'll take some time together today and just simply reflect on the beauty of this season and share some tips and ideas for creating your own summer solstice rituals it's so powerful when as we are in the northern hemisphere
0: approaching it with the longest day the shortest night this peak this expansion with energy and then this slow 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 transition back to the opposite end of the spectrum to where we move into the longest night and the shortest day and it can bring up a lot energetically. It can bring a lot up physically as well with the solstice. I find for myself, it's such a time where the body's clearing. Body, sometimes it's like, you know, we can feel this fluke, cold or flu-like symptoms that moves through it because the body is really bringing things up and wanting to shed and wanting to then move into
1: a renewed season, essentially and the beauty and the gift of fire is its potential for transformation for alchemy and transmutation and that's literally what the gift is of this time of year is igniting our own inner desire and fuel for whatever transformation we're moving through and that feels
0: different for each of us for yeah. some of us like, might feel more related to physical transformation and for others it's really going deeper illuminating the light of what our desires and our dreams are there's just there's so much there's so much and so the invitation as we're here what is your relationship to this season as we're moving into summer and if you're listening in the southern hemisphere moving into winter into the cocoon of dropping down beneath the surface The winter is about the healing beneath the layers and the summer is opening and blossoming and blooming and the dance with that, moving through all the seasons. It can feel really messy. It it is not a graceful transition, nor does it have to be in, in following a particular rhythm or tone that maybe we read about and we feel that we need to conform, but it's really being as unabashed bashfully in in the state of what resonates with you, with all that life is presenting to you and for you right now.
1: I love that you call it a dance. And when you think of dancing, it's that reciprocity. It's give and it's take and it's flow and it's deep listening. And I think it's a huge lesson in life. It was one of the lessons I, I learned most deeply when I learned to surf. (laughs) <laughs> was the more that I tried to control, the less success I would have, <laughs> the less joyful the experience would become. And the more I tried to control, the more the ocean would just flip me over and take me wherever it wanted anyway. <laughs> and I think of that in relation to life all of the time as just this long standing lesson and guide of how much can we soften into and how much can we surrender. Mm. And
0: what a great teacher the ocean is for that and for so many so many big lessons in life. And yes, I love that you share that. And the more we do try to control, the less we actually have control of and the more we get caught up in that whitewash rather exactly. than <laughs> honoring, honoring the ebb and the flow of the waves.
1: Yes, and appreciating the beauty of it all. I think summer each season offers us these moments of pause where we can take a look at what's working for us and what's not and how perhaps we want to fine tune our experience and what we're calling in and what we're letting go of and I feel the summer solstice is particularly poignant for that again, because the fire is so potent at this time. And because summer has us more external than ever that if we do not take time to pause and reflect there, we can just get swept up in the activity and the, and the outward being and lose our connection to our inner guidance. Mm -hmm. And that pause is so
0: powerful. Even if it's a momentary pause of reflection of what, what portal are you closing down? Are we all closing down in spring? What has transpired, and what can ultimately be exhaled and left there as we open up a new space in the summer season. And it's sacred, it's sacred when there's vulnerability, it's sacred when we can soften without that
2: judgment of purely being the witness, we can observe, we can witness, and fill it with compassion.
1: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Aho <laughs> such a beautiful offering so
0: with our conversation today Jeanette and I are actually going to be sharing a few of our own personal practices a few personal rituals and invocations for you to explore and as always everything is an invitation to see what resonates do what resonates and continue to create and shift it into what feels like it's most resonant for you.
1: And through these practices, we have the potential for self-realization and for profound inner insight that leads us on the journey of self-discovery and spiritual evolution. So we wanna hear from you too. We'll share our favorite practices, but please do reach out and let us know yours as well. And we'll continue these beautiful conversations to join together in creating more sacred in the mundane. And as we gather together, we
0: hold this magnificence of the solar lights, the solar beams in the center of our, our circle, our community shining down,
2: illuminating, in connecting each of us. So thank you for being with us on this journey. So there are so many different ways to integrate rituals around solstices and
0: equinoxes. Really it comes down to what resonates with you in your own season, in your own cycle. And as Jeanette and I have been sharing our relationship to the summer solstice, I'm going to offer a very gentle and simple invitation to turn to turn inwards towards the energy that this summer solstice invokes in the northern hemisphere. And so much of this is around illumination, illumination and transformation. So with this invitation, I invite you
2: to light a candle, invoke sacred space wherever you are and as you begin to gaze at the light of the candle seeing this beautiful flicker of the flame watching it dance and move and keep breathing with the flame as you inhale and exhale envision that the flame in you are collectively renewing each cycle of breath. Renewing on all levels. With the light that the summer solstice shines down all around us. It's infusing us with a sense of vitality. We move from action into restoration. That we show up, we make the effort, and then we receive and we integrate and assimilate. As you're breathing with your candle, asking to be shown, maybe feeling within you, what's happening
0: in your body, what's happening in your life that you can use some more illumination around. Maybe it's a physical focus on your body. Maybe you're calling in more clarity, more answers, more guidance on how to connect with your own body.
2: Maybe it's something around
0: relationships, external relationships, the most intimate relationship you can be with is yourself. Maybe something completely unrelated to that. Maybe it's something that you're calling forward and ready to embark on a new journey. It doesn't matter on any level, waiting one more positively or negatively. It's what resonates with you right here, right now.
2: Breathing with the flame and begin to turn towards your third energy center,
0: your solar plexus. This is the center where we digest our nutrients, we assimilate and integrate life's experiences,
2: and it's also the center where and how we shine our light into the world. And we ask this flame, this external flame that's burning, that's bright, to begin to warm your own solar plexus, gentle, nurturing heat, breathing that in on a cellular level, breathing it into your organs, breathing it in through your ribs. Your ribs protect all all these organs that work every moment of every day. Cellular turnover, detoxifying your body, helping to move hormones.
0: The liver has over 500 functions in the body. And as you take this breath, sending love towards your liver, the most forgiving organ.
2: And if it feels resonant now to bring your palms over your solar plexus, sealing in this heat, Silling in with a breath of gratitude. A new season upon you. A new moment upon you. As life continues to present itself in different experiences. Whenever you
0: feel tested, whenever you feel unsteady, coming back into this type
2: of breath, Envisioning this flame that's burning bright within you, honoring all of it. And I invite you to not only practice this with the flame of a candle, but
0: to actually spend some time outside with the beautiful solar light. Ideally in the early morning when the sun is rising such a potent time to attune to balancing and supporting your own natural circadian rhythms.
2: But as you feel the sun on your body, and as you do so, bringing that warmth in into every cell, recharging, renewing, unfolding into the season. And I wish you many blessings with this summer solstice. Apo The solar lights, the solar beams in the center
0: of our, our circle, our community, shining down, illuminating,
2: and connecting each of us. So thank you for being with us on this journey. Aho the solar
0: lights, the solar beams in the center of our our circle, our community, shining down, illuminating, and connecting each of us. So thank you for being with us on this journey.
1: And as you allow yourself to unfold gently into this new season, I'll invite you to take seven days for a sacred pause. Traditionally, in Ayurveda, Ritu Sandhi is the sacred pause between seasons, the moment of stillness, or transition and space in between. In this time, this sacred pause, seven days before and seven days after the solstice and the equinox, we receive an invitation to more deeply align the cycles of our bodies with the rhythms and cycles of the earth, to notice and honor the change of seasons, and to shift our routines to stay connected, to stay in resonance, alignment, and harmony, inner and outer, So I'll share with you a few of my rituals, my seasonal shifts that I make, especially as we transition to summer. Coming from a place of deep listening to your own inner wisdom and your own body as to what is most aligned. Beginning with your daily routine, Perhaps waking a little bit earlier to enjoy the earlier sunrise. Inviting a sun-honoring practice, meditation upon the light within, or simply a pause upon waking where you connect with your inner space, journal, and take time to reflect. And intentionally create your day. Each new season awakens the deep wisdom within us. What does your body need today? What does your soul and spirit need today? The next part of Ayurvedic Ritucharya or rituals around the seasons would be to bring in some cooling teas or herbal allies in the morning. There's a beautiful recipe that I'll share of simply aloe vera, a little bit of lime, and a dash of salt. Mixed with water to bring about deep hydration on a cellular level. There's CCF tea or cumin, coriander, and fennel that is very balancing and harmonizing for all the doshas. There is sandalwood and rose and lavender, herbs that are nourishing and supportive for the season. And there are foods that are growing seasonally in your local area that perhaps have more of the qualities and tastes that are sweet, bitter, and astringent. These things will all help provide more balance in these hot days of summer so that we can really utilize the power of nature to bring more harmony to our being Another favorite ritual that I have around summer, especially, of course, is immersing in a body of water and allowing that body of water to wash away tensions, worries, anxieties, any kind of leftover heat that may show up as criticism or anger or judgment and just allow the cooling waters to infuse every cell of your body with peace, serenity, and harmony. Another favorite ritual is metta meditation or loving kindness meditation. And shitali or shikari pranayama. Pranayama that is cooling in nature. So we'll practice a little pranayama today. Just sitting up nice and tall, aligning your spine. And notice your natural breath, the breath flowing in, the breath flowing out. And the spaces in between those sandhi, or transition points. A space where there is perhaps a sense of emptiness. A sense of fullness. And gently curl your tongue. So roll your tongue if you're able to. If you are not able to. You can take the tip of your tongue behind your front teeth and curl your tongue towards the back of your throat. So curling your tongue down the center or rolling it and touching it behind your front teeth. We're simply going to breathe in through the mouth, a soft, cooling wave of breath coming in, and then close your mouth and breathe out through your nose, a softening, relaxing, full breath out. And then once again, curling your tongue in whatever way you've chosen. Breathing in through the mouth. Feeling the waterfall of breath come into the body. And sealing the lips and breathing out through the nostrils. The cool wave of breath emptying. Dissolving any heat in the body. And just take... Five more breaths like this in through the mouth and out through the nostrils. Accessing the power of the breath to cool and transform, dissipating heat, softening tension, releasing. And knowing that these practices, whichever ones resonate and align, can be brought into your daily life, whether it's sitting with the flame of a candle, inviting the warmth of the sun to permeate every cell of your body like a golden light, or utilizing cooling herbs, supportive daily routines, And pranayama, you have the power to access the innate wisdom of the season and align with the rhythms and cycles of nature to support you in living in harmony, vitality, and optimal well being today and always.
0: That's it for today. Thank you, beautiful one, for being here with
1: us. We hope you've learned something or felt inspired in a new way. If so, we hope you'll share this podcast. It's really helpful to us if you can go in and leave a review. This helps us reach more people and build this beautiful community.
0: And in the meantime, we invite you to nourish your body, mind, and spirit.